0: We're gonna try something new today. Okay. Right. I've got these ginger shots.
1: Right. And
0: this is emoji really ginger shot. So this is like really strong ginger, stronger than the one you sampled. Oh right.
1: Okay. Last time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So
0: what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hand one to you.
1: Right.
0: Okay. And uh, we're gonna drink one, but you've got to drink it. Right. Here's the thing: you've got to drink it all in one go. You can't sip it. (laughs) Yeah, so you've got to down it. You've got to drink it like a shot.
1: Okay. And
0: Uh, I'm going to film your reaction, which I'm going to post later on
1: uh,
0: Instagram. Okay.
1: All right. All right. So this is Moji, really ginger shot. Really ginger shot. Yeah. So I take it that this is going to surprise me. Okay. All right. And it's one shot, right?
0: One shot. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ready?
1: Okay. Mm hmm oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay I can yeah yeah I can um Whew. okay um and, and the biggest scheme of things yes you kind of lose your breath if you're not used to it but there's a nice little punch right here I can feel it so yeah I like that it's nice isn't it I like it's that very very nice I like that okay uh, Double strength right
0: that was good and if people want to see that reaction, I will post it on on our Instagram. <laughs>
1: that was That's brilliant. Wicked. I thought that was a
0: nice way. I'm going to have one as well now.
1: Yeah. No. Okay, I'll, you've been trying this before though, yeah.
0: right? No, no, apparently this is a limited edition. So it went off because I wanted to buy it and then they didn't have it anymore. What, well, this really, particular yeah. one or
1: the one that we tried? Well, the, the
0: normal one they have isn't, supposedly isn't as gingery. I don't know how you can make things more gingery. So. Oh, yeah, you
1: can. Right. Oh, well, absolutely. This, this. So this
0: isn't as gingery as the original one. Actually, do you know what? Stop right there. Roll jam. No, sorry, jam roll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay, I can taste that still. That's really good. I can Uh taste that. Yeah, see, I should've taken your face. Actually,
0: taking images of you. There you
1: go. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. The thing is, it burns your
1: it burns your throat,
0: which is nice. The thing that it didn't do, which the uh, see you are trying the to other hold one your book now. Yeah. Um, the thing that the last time it used to clean your sinus, so I used to feel it through my side. I don't feel that anymore now. I'm not sure why.
1: Hmm.
0: Is it How going through you, your
1: sinus? No, it's just at the, at the yeah. end of my bottom of my throat. That's yeah. all I can feel it at. This is something that I would normally do with honey and lemon, you know, the old mother's tale.
0: Well, you see, now, I agree with you on that one. And you can get them with honey. And, uh, yeah. But I've been reading a lot about the healing prophecy yes. of um, ginger, ginger ginger And they say that it's got very good healing. Yeah. And it's really good for you. Not that I've seen any, but I've been drinking this, like, for God knows months now, and I can't say I've suddenly turned into Superman or anything like that. <laughs>
1: but I do, I
0: do enjoy drinking it. It's very, very nice.
1: But do you not use the, okay, I'm all for ginger products, but do you not just buy the, the root ginger and boil that? Because that's what I do. I boiled the root ginger as tea and had a teaspoon of honey and just drink that.
0: I'll be honest with you, I never even thought of that. <gasps> I'll give that a go. You know what? Give that a go go. go. because
1: root ginger. I literally buy it and I slice it, put it in a saucepan. Is it as
0: is it as strong as when you drank? No,
1: that one has got stuff added in to make it super super strong. And it depends how much ginger you put into your tea. But so I use like there's a bag in as the like of root ginger you can buy. It's like a, a pound or a dollar something. So I use two and I boil it over about three or four times. And the more you boil it, or the more ginger you put in, the stronger it tastes at the back uh, of your throat. Because my
0: dad, my dad made me, when I was ill, he made me a uh, ginger drink. And it yes. was ginger and it's lemon. And, uh, and uh, normally I'm very skeptical of whatever my dad gives me because <laughs> if you've seen him cook, you would understand listen,
1: why. Listen,
0: listen. Hey, not everyone's a great cook. And my dad's <laughs> great at a lot of things. Just not cooking. So he gave me this ginger and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. And I drank it and it literally cleaned my sinus and my throat and I felt so much better. And I just thought, this is amazing. And and he made it from scratch. And I just thought, you know, hearing you say that, I don't think I've ever, I've never even attempted it, thought about it. But now you said it, it's like, well, well, is, of course, why not?
1: There is one thing that I think is an ailment from, and I've learned it from my mom, and it's a whole Jamaican thing. You know, when you have a cold, you know, Jamaicans um, have this, there is something that they can do, right? Whenever I was sick, my mom used to boil ginger,
0: yeah.
1: boil honey, add some lemon or lime, and then had a, um, a cap full of Jamaican white rum. Right. Guaranteed. No matter what ailment I had, that shit cleared up real quick. Right. Made you sleep, and your body just evaporated everything out. It was the, great. The, the,
0: there's this old Jamaican wives' tales, and I don't know if it's true, and it says a lot about Jamaicans if it is true. <laughs> but, but Jamaicans <laughs> used to put rum on their fingers and on the lips of their babies.
1: Yes, to make them knock them out. Absolutely, that's not no old wives' tale. That is some true shit. Listen, right. okay. when the child. <laughs> There's only so much a parent can do, and sometimes you just need the child to rest. You're not going to hurt the child. If you put a whole capful, then that's just silly. But if you just dip your finger in it, whether it be brandy or rum, dip your finger in it, just wash it off or just rinse it off or flash it off, whatever, and just put it on their tongue. Guaranteed, they'll taste it like, no, 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 no and they're out that's it because,
0: works wonders because they're drunk
1: no. <laughs> it works wonders it makes them sleep you just can't make them sleep
0: and make them become early on alcoholics
1: no it doesn't listen no it does. some of the things that i see kids do nowadays that's what i would class as early alcoholicism. but now back in the day when parents were trying to get um, especially a woman trying to get stuff done and you have a baby the dad's gone to work and the mother's Listen, you just need some time.
0: The equivalent of run nowadays is an iPad.
1: Yes, there you go. You give the kids an iPad. And funnily enough, the children know how to work it.
0: They do. They just suss it out.
1: I don't know what it is. You can give a child an iPad and you might lock it. Next week you turn around, they're in and they're on YouTube. You're like, what? How did that happen? The
0: funniest thing happened with my kids. So we are really careful with my son, Kai. And I think he was about three or four at the time. Uh-huh. And we are really careful about what they watch. So we don't la- yeah. let them watch whatever they think. So he like he was into Nerf guns. So, you know, shooting Nerf okay. guns and all of that sort of thing. So he would watch these Pacific kids' videos on YouTube of Nerf guns.
1: Right, okay. Yeah. And
0: the they, they were really well produced. They would go into, like, superhero Nerf guns. And they're great stories really cinematic sim- uh, views and all right. of that sort of thing. And and they were really good and they were fun and we used to let him watch that because he was really into do, <laughs> do that. I was sitting here, I was working, uh, uh, literally on my computer, I was working my computer and my son came uh, past me and as he came back past me, he said, and I quote, this is fucking people, I'm going to fucking, fucking, up and fucking this and that and what that, and, oh, my God. And at first I thought, did, did I, I just hear, hear that, that right? Exactly. Did I just hear that right? And I thought, oh, my God, where the, uh, did he get that from? So I said, where did you hear that? And he said it was on, he, on one of the videos. I watched one of the videos and literally it <laughs> was the oh person swearing. It was like an adult version of the note. And the, this is the thing I don't like. This is the dark side of um, Web? Of YouTube. Is when they deliberately make kids like videos for adults, but they don't make it. They don't tick the yeah. uh, the adult box. Oh. So he thought he's just what, and it's just there's nothing like um, there's nothing sexual or anything. It no, is no, no, it's people shirt in Nerf gun, but the language of them just swearing left, right, and center. But it was just the funniest thing. Just little four year old walking past me. You know what? I can
1: just imagine (laughs) if that was in our era and we did that. The first thing, the parent, something would come flying at you first of all. Yeah. Whether it be a shoe, whatever object was nearby, but then you'd be like, you'd be like, but mom, I didn't do anything. I just, yeah. Oh my god. I just uh, that it was so it was uh,
0: it was like it took me by surprise, but I also saw the humor in it. Yes, I
1: didn't understand because he didn't have a clue
0: what he said. You know. Yeah. And I kind of then had to explain to him those were bad words and you're not allowed to say that actually I didn't say that what I said to him don't use those words Right. Okay. I didn't want to give him like bad words because I don't think that helps and it doesn't um, and it's not good and it's language at the end of the day mm. and I've got this thing about this obsession people have of making language a a bullet to whatever they want to use it Okay. A perfect example is the n-word and mm-hmm. the fact that I've said n-word I was sort of because my skin crawls. because i hate people saying the n-word and i won't say it because i know people will be offended by it okay. and i want to be um respectful of that but i think that like, that whole thing is just dumb and stupid because my ho- whole mindset is nothing's changed
1: nothing has nothing changed, has changed and i think you're yeah. probably right with that and i think the the the, the stuff that goes with that the the back end of it is that the minute you say that word it brings back memories to that time yeah and as a result nothing has changed which is why the n-word is still such a overall bad vibe to it it.
0: it's the problem i have with well first of all explain the n-word nothing's changed you're Mm. you're you're, it's like saying hello in a different language it still means exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah just because you said it in a different it doesn't suddenly magically disappear you know, basically, you're not hearing the word, so therefore, that makes it okay. And I don't, I disagree with that. I just okay. say, you know, I don't like the word purely for what it's about. Okay. What I think has happened nowadays is that it's become a political word to use against someone, mm-hmm. whether you want to take them down or not. My biggest problem is the segregation. This is an American thing because when you go around Europe, the N word doesn't have the the power that it has probably here in England and, and in the in US. US. Yeah, it doesn't have that association. Uh, uh, as you go into Europe, and I've noticed that that disassociation uh, is gone, and it's just a word. Mm-hmm. And uh, you will hear multiple kids of all gender, all nationality. Singing rap songs with the words and saying the word, where in America you you tend to self censor yes. the words and so forth, and I disagree with all that. My, me personally, you either don't, say... either the word is bad for everyone or it's bad for no one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, no, I, no, I'm really strong in that. I don't no, like, I, I don't what? like hearing my brothers saying it against themselves because all I'm hearing is them using and that there word. It lies, what yeah. you've just said. Yeah.
1: You cannot blame everyone else for looking at the word as it is when the perpetrators are our own people, the own black people that use it against Mm. themselves. And then as a result... Rap music has made it such a glorified thing. Yes. So therefore, the young people who listen to music, they follow through with that. Europe is very different. You're you're, you're right about the two countries. America and the US are the one that literally perpetrates this because Mm. they made it such a thing. And when you have young rap stars that use the word and they derogatory way, as well as against their own people and women, Mm -hmm. it becomes a thing. Now we're using it. You're right against, as in a political word. I don't like the word. I've never used the word, and anybody else around me that's used the word, whether in jest or not, I look at them in a different light. Yeah. Because at that point, I'm trying to figure out you're not helping my situation by using exactly that. Word. that that's so the thing for, that I find why? so
0: frustrating. Yeah. I is know. that when I hear brothers calling themselves each other? Yeah. The thing that I'm that 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 gets to me is that the association on what the word mean has not changed. Nope. You know, Nothing it's has. a derogatory word, name to say of someone's skin colour. That's uh-huh. what it is. Yeah. So regardless of whether you drop the E-R and say A to make it suffer,
1: the, the, the mean... word
0: has I'm not sorry. changed. It's exactly it's the reading. same thing.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what you and say And I'm that.
0: sitting there <laughs> and I'm listening to these people you know saying it to each other like it's okay and then get upset because someone of a different color says Mm -hmm. it you know regardless of whether they say it as a derogatory meaning they might say it because oh it's in the song or in the in the sense that they're not even associating the original meaning of the word Mm -hmm. and they're just saying it for a reaction yeah. So regardless of whichever camp you come into, it's still you know the word. word still is the same thing. It means
1: the same thing. Nothing has changed in how many other hundreds of years. Yeah. And it will probably nothing will change. Yeah.
0: I, until and I think what you've done, what this is my personal view, and people might disagree with this. I think what what people have done is they've made the word more powerful now than it ever was in the first place. Yeah. You know what they should have done is just accepted that it's a word. And then associate it that you're an idiot for saying it, that you're stupid, that you're lower IQ. Now, if they've done that, less and less people will be using it. But because they're not doing that and they're using it for its literal meaning,
1: yeah, they're glorifying the yeah,
0: word. Yeah. Now people, it's become more powerful. And yeah. Now they've said, oh, white people can't say it, but black people can because it means the different things. No, no, should say it's the, exactly word, the same period. thing. So now they're using it as a weapon towards uh when a white and i don't get this idea that if someone says it they are racist either mm-hmm. to me it's an unconscious you know this bollocks about Sorry, this is my feelings again you might not you're free to disagree with me but this is how i feel that uh, there's this assumption that there's an unconscious racism to why mm-hmm. you would say the word and I say bollocks to that, it's because it's been used every day. And just like anything, you may say something and then it comes out because you're hearing it left, right and centre. But
1: I think that's down to the individual because everybody will... There are some people that will just utilise yeah. exactly what you said. They'll hear the word and they'll just say it. But there are other people who are genuinely... Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So therefore, absolutely. it's trying to find that balance and now figure what who you, it what, is. And
0: what you've done is you've brought power back into that word so yeah. now they can use it.
1: Yeah, and for exactly what they want you to, no, rather than
0: it. take the power away from it. Yeah,
1: I totally understand, that. and I agree with you on some levels on that. I think in in the world that we're living now, people have given the right, the word, so much power that it becomes it becomes it literally has its own little world in itself. The minute you say that, first of all, people are going to look at you and they'll be like, "Well, hang on, that means you are racist. Yeah, And sometimes it's simple, like you said, it's in songs, people are using it, people in the limelight are yeah. using it, like it's a password, like it's yeah. a catchphrase. So as a result, it's just like, but yeah. yeah. I and you.
0: sometimes you can just say it so constantly because with the situation, so like, for example, I hear a lot of um, video game players use it. Mm. And they'd be like shooting, shooting someone and then suddenly they say it because they're looking for something to associate how they feel. It's like saying the F word. Mm. You no, know, F this, F that. It's exactly the same. No one's thinking about when they say the F word uh, uh, associating with the word of um, sexual intercourse. No one's mm. thinking it. They're saying it purely for the reaction or the emotion that behind the value at the time mm. of saying that yeah. word. And it's exactly the same when someone says the N word um, subconsciously. It's to do with this is how I feel. That word is strong enough to to so express how I feel, the so I, I I unnaturally say it, say it, and then what people then is then go, no, 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 you said it, because you, one, hate black people, you're trying to put down black people, and it's like, no, it's not, and I see that so many times, and now it's used as a weapon, and we were talking about cancel culture uh, previously, uh, last week, or in one of our blogs. Uh, vlogs. I said blogs. You said blogs. Podcasts. One there the we go.
1: Podcasts. In one yes. of our
0: podcasts. I said it previously in one of our podcasts. And it is now used as a weapon to bring down a popular someone who is successful in mm. this um, in this oh they said it five years ago in a video and mm-hmm. so now they're successful. Now we're going to tear them down and say they're racist because they said it five years ago. And even if the person said, you know what, I was five, I wasn't, you know, mature enough, at that point. you know, uh, yeah. to, you know, it just came out and I wasn't mature. And now I would never say it. And it's like you, uh, I, th- I think especially because it, and I have to say it's more of an American cultural thing.
1: It is, uh, but it's, it's creeping in here.
0: Because yeah, it's America- creeping in here. It never used to to Before, you could say the word. You could say the word in a proper conversation, mm-hmm. and and the, the, your immediate reaction isn't, oh, you're being racist. It would be listening to what the person is saying and what they're trying to explain about, you know, the I remember a a interview with Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross is a popular chat show host here mm-hmm. in the UK. And he did an interview with Chris Rock. And Chris Rock did this really famous routine, which is funny, about the difference between black people and the Mm N-word. Yeah, very, very famous sketch. Very, very funny. Uh, Kind of reinforced exactly what I've been talking about. But it was a very well-known spot. A a well-known bit Mm -hmm. that he's done. And in this interview, Jonathan asked Chris Rock about the word, but said the word. And because it was England, and at the time, it didn't have that, oh, you're not allowed to say the word. It yeah. was just a genuine conversation, and he was just And you know, when you say N-word, but actually saying it. And you saw the shot on Chris's face, and Jonathan very cleverly realised that Chris was uncomfortable with this, so he turned it into a joke, because he's very good like that. Uh-huh. So, And then it became funny, and it released the tension of it all. But... It, 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 but now, as you said, now it's become, if yeah. you say it, all of a sudden, all hellfire Absolutely. breathes on you. And one of the things that really peed me off, there was a uh, famous um, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that Kendrick right? Kendrick Lamar. Ken- yeah. So he his songs have the N-word in it, mm-hmm. where he says it. He invited a young lady to come on stage who was clearly a fan of his. And he got her to rap the song. So so you imagine hundred thousand, fifty thousand people, you got this lady, she's really excited, sing this song with me, started singing the song, got her rapping his song, but she forgot to edit the N word. So she should have self edited not say the N word, but she said it in front of all of these yeah. people. Lamar took the mic from her and just basically custoded her and then chucked her well, oil. how
1: can he do that? That's the oxymoron on its own because he says it in his song. <laughs> exactly. That so was the why thing would you that I,
0: I could not get through to myself. Okay, is so that... here
1: we go. The PC uh, thing is when yeah. you're in a studio, you can say it. Yeah. But when you're alive, when your friends which is the song that say the you, word, do you really think Oh wow, that's that all these
0: accurate. kids, when they're at home and no one's around, they're, gonna... they're self-sensing? Absolutely
1: not. <laughs> of course they're and not. this is what I'm saying. It's It boils down to individual people in the limelight that makes this word so publicized and literally gives it that sobriety that it mm. needs or that celebrity status mm. and he i don't even know about that mm. particular situation because that is an oxymoron and that is just stupid yes because I agree with you. he's the one that brought it into the song wrote the song his fans followed him yeah. and then because you brought her on stage yeah. how is she to know she's supposed to um, take that word out or not say the word when she's on stage with you. It's your song. Well, not not even that.
0: He, she was probably so excited, yeah, that she just oh, sang. it, That she's on stage with her hero and she just, unk, you know, just sang the song and forgot oh, to that's say just that word. BS right and here. Uh, it was. Just, I was so, so. I felt so sorry for her. You can see the video on YouTube, and I just felt so sorry for her that you know. What
1: was the backlash of that?
0: Um. Oh, people, the audience booing at her.
1: So, oh, that's just bullshit. Yeah. Total and utter bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I can't. No, I'm not even gonna look for the video. Mm. I don't even want to look for the video. No, it's a, it's a, it's angry. so
0: uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just feel just for be... this poor girl because, hey, she's not racist. You know, she, Uh. Well, I'm presuming presuming she's not racist. She's just a fan of the uh, of Kendrick. The fact that she's there, she was excited to be on stage, and then to be reprimanded in front of. 20, 30, 50,000 people.
1: And I take it this was uh, like a white young lady. Yeah. So because of that, you just yeah. literally, oh man, yeah.
0: that's just BS. It, it is. It's uh, a an BS. I'll be interested whether people agree with us or don't agree with us. Uh, I'm with the feeling that you can't take away the power of the word by banning it, by no. segregating. The word because then you're just doing the very thing that, that, that it was it that there power. in the first place. Yeah, you're giving You know, it that the power. very reason why um, the slave owners used it in the past uh, as a way to uh, dehumanize their mm-hmm. crops, as they would see it, or their cattle, or whatever weird mind that they saw mm. people a not being people, yeah. it, it was to give them the name that this is what you are. Yeah. You know, and this power, and we want this word to dehumanize you, to put you down, to make you feel horrible and, and uncomfortable. Years on, we're still using the word. And now we've flipped it, or people think they flipped it no, by we saying, Well, I'm black and I can say it, and it has a different meaning. No, no it doesn't. It it's means the exactly thing. the same thing. Hmm. Nothing has changed and all you've done is made us look like idiots.
1: Welcome to my world. This is why I have such I have less time for people that I feel that just drains that power because of how they look at things. It's just not necessary.
0: I would be very interested in speaking to someone who does not feel the same way that I do about that N word. You know not probably not, not not the N word about black people saying the N word.
1: I think you probably find a few people that will have the mindset that you do. Um, but a lot of them might not want to be outspoken enough about it. Because they will be they believe they'll be looked upon differently. Or they'll be regarded by their peers mm-hmm. as well. Oh my God, how can you think that? Why do you think that? And I'm just like because
0: you know what? I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud Freedom to be of that. Freedom of
1: speech is the one thing I happen to love. Yeah, I love the fact that I'm very outspoken and I can speak about what I need um, and you know what I believe mm-hmm. in. You don't have to agree with me. You don't. It's, this is your your thought and my thought. But I just fear that the, the world we live in, we work, we walk on eggshells because people don't want to say what they think in fear of they'll be looked up on or regarded differently. Or, you know, then don't get me wrong. There are just some stuff that, yes, I don't necessarily agree with. You know, the racism. You can look at all of that stuff. There's definitely because I'm living it. Mm. However, there are other things that I'm just like, really, people, you really want to make a big thing about this? You know, I think, was it you you and I that were talking about um, Harry Styles wearing a dress
0: Mm, and the
1: way the world came down on it? I'm like, yo, dude. That's the way you want to express yourself. Mm. Go with God. Literally, just do mm. you. But hey, it's the world we live in. And unfortunately, not everybody can be the same. we all going to have a difference of opinion. Mm. Absolutely. And that's what makes us human.
0: How did your husband propose to you?
1: Aha. Uh-huh. How did I say quick change the subject? Yeah, that, that's what I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> the this... subject
0: is dead now. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> this was just actually... It was just a hotel room. It was a hotel. It wasn't nothing, um, you know, everybody, every woman dreams, oh my God, my husband, oh, I'm going to get proposed to in the most romantic way and stuff like that. I think everybody, how you propose is individual to you both, mm-hmm. whatever your circumstances are. And at the time, um, he was based in Lagos and I was here. So it was more on a trip there that um it happened literally because i and we hooked up in ghana or somewhere and then when we went back and i it was like a couple of months in between so i think i hooked up with him in july went back in september and then proposed by december hmm. literally so that was really it was really quick though but we were talking for about a good five or six years before we got to that stage so yeah, yeah.
0: okay my question was how did he propose which is you...
1: i hotel him i told you and it was, that, that, yeah, I get that. But that's how? What, I'm saying. what did you oh, do? Okay, so no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. Um, like I said, it was literally. I just landed. I got to the hotel. Oh, where he we're got state. you
0: when you were jet lagged, so you couldn't say no. Gotcha. What a smart <laughs> man? Very, very yeah, clever. Yeah, he's
1: smart. He's smart. He played that card <laughs> really well. You know, it was literally. I just got there, and we had literally. We were talking about it. Did he
0: do the whole one get down on one knee thing? Yeah. Okay.
1: Man got the whole down, down on one knee.
0: And what did uh, you do when you realised what was happening?
1: I said, fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm serious.
0: Yeah.
1: I had It was literally walking into a hotel room, and I got in first. The room was, and I love hotel rooms. So when I go into a hotel room, I spend my time walking around, checking it out, because this is where I'm going to stay for a few mm. days. So I need to kind of feel the vibe mm. and feel comfortable. So I'd walked in first. The guys with the bag had come in afterwards, and he was behind. Um. So as I turned... As I turned around, um, I looked into the room. I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And I turned around and he was just there, like, and I'm like, fuck off. What is this? Literally, like, not a thing that a woman should be doing. Cause you know, you're just like, that's not the way to act as a lady. You know, that's not the thing to do. And he didn't even have to say it, it was just that he was dear. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, yay, 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 yay. Of course, I think the people from the hotel were all in on it because they were just standing there clapping at this point. Oh, so like, it was in public. It was in the room. Like I said, it was a hotel room.
0: How, so, when you say hotel, you mean your room?
1: Yeah, the hotel we got to. So why to. did
0: you have people in there?
1: Because the guys with the bags, the, the, the um, what do they call them? Uh, the people The bellboys, the the, bell the uh, yeah, yeah the, the, that brought your bag yeah. upstairs. I had come with so much luggage, I needed two of them.
0: Well, yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me one bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they uh, was bringing the bags of steers and this was our first hotel that we stayed at when we started dating. Yeah. So but this time he'd actually spoken to them, I think, and they changed our room because whenever we go back to the hotel, I'm very sentimental. In when I first met him and we stayed at this particular hotel, I said, oh, this is going to be our hotel. It was a new hotel. It would fit all, ticked all the boxes of stuff I needed. So whenever I went back, I always requested we stay in that room in that hotel. On this particular occasion, though, they changed the room, so it wasn't something I was used to. So when I walked into the room, of course, my back now is to the door, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, I can see this. This is amazing, and I'm walking around and everything. I'm like, baby, this is really great. And that's when I turned around, and he was just there. And I was like, I. Right. <laughs> It was good,
0: was there any part of you that wanted to go not now? No. it was immediate It yes. was
1: immediate. And I yeah. think a lot of that was to do with um at this point, long distance relationship people need to understand it takes it takes a unique position. Um, you know, you have The fear that when somebody's next to you, you can pretty much see them all the time. You can be in their thoughts, or you can pick up a phone and they're there. When there is a gap between you, and this is such a wide gap, there are natural things that will come into play. You know, your insecurities if you have them, your trust issues. You know, not being able to turn around and look the person in the eye and say, you know, I love you, or whatever the case may be. So, those all those factors will play a great part of that relationship. And at the time when we had hooked up in June, June in Ghana, it was our first time of meeting. Remember, I met my husband and this is not many people know this. I met my husband online and we talked and dated online for about four to five years. Before
0: What's we dating actually... online mean?
1: Well, dating online is um, you meet somebody on the Internet, you know, you have that conversation and every time you interact with them, it's dating. Because it's what you would do if they were sitting next to you and you'd go out to the movies or whatever. You talk because dating is all about getting to know that person. Um, So we had actually done um, the dating online. We talked, we'd done the video calls, but we never actually met in person. Um, and what you do is whilst you go through all that process you're getting to know the person so it's like they're there they become a part of your day to day and the more you learn it's the same as if they're physically next to you you want to create that and you want to continue how that how was
0: you sure that he was who he said he was well, obviously now we know that's the case but at the time how? what did you
1: <laughs> you know say? what the funny thing is when I first someone else asked me that question because um, and I'm sure my husband will not mind me saying this. when I first um, started to speak to him, I didn't give him my telephone number for six months. literally I just wanted to talk and um, a lot of the things as with anything people you don't know who you're speaking to when you're on the internet, you know and I hadn't known about that show called Catfished. Hmm. I hadn't heard about that at all. In my own naivety, I was so busy living that wasn't part of my my remit. Mm. And I remember when I gave him my number, it was about 6 o'clock in the evening. I was sitting on the bus going home from work. And I just picked up a message from him. And I was like, you know what? So I gave him the number. And within, I swear to God, within 10 seconds, my phone rang. And it was him. And I'm like, how do I know this is you? And he goes... Do you not know my voice? I'm like, no. I've mm-hmm. spoken to you probably before. And it was literally like, oh my God. And when you hear that voice, it was something just tingled. And I was like, yeah, this has got to be him. And it's when we started doing video calls after that, it then became, I yep. think uh, you kind of knew what you're looking for. But you know what you do, you, you exchange images and you hope. That the person is the what same. What kind of but
0: images did you exchange?
1: Nothing that way your mind is going. I'm just asking. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. I See, only no. you can think this. I said images. Of course it's going to be I'm facial images. i
0: that I'm not the only one yes, who you immediately are. thought that. You're,
1: yes, you are. Oh, there's nothing it's, wrong. It's on I, you.
0: I, I'm for the record, there's nothing wrong with that. I, think I, I, I know. know what,
1: and it's for, it's for that individual. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Because I am a great believer that once you put it out on the internet, it stays on the internet. Oh, no really matter did. what you delete or whatever, there is a, a, a point where it's stored. Yeah. Um, so I would never, ever do that. But we had had images of um, um, my face where we've been to a wedding or what the stuff I was doing. Now, because I'm always traveling, there was a lot of holiday images that he saw. So he knew who I was. And then because he worked in radio... Over there, I saw a lot of the image because I just went onto their website and I found him. So I pretty much knew this is the person I'm talking to. So yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah,
0: brilliant. Well, I'm glad it all worked out.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah, and um, I'd, I would like to get him on the podcast at some point.
1: Yeah, good luck with that.
0: Yeah, I know you said yeah,
1: but he's a radio presenter, yeah, or a former
0: radio presenter. Just should...
1: because, no, but this is see, there's a difference. Just because he's a radio presenter, it doesn't necessarily mean he wants to be involved. No, I get what
0: that. I do. I'll get that, and I'll totally accept so, that. Yeah, I'll I'm
1: totally that. So yeah, I'm still going to
0: try and get him on. <laughs> He will say no to you. I don't think he's going to say no to you. Oh really? Oh, you don't even know my husband. Uh, We shall see. I'm the one person
1: he won't really say no to. Yeah. Because I think he spoils me on a great deal. But everyone else is like no, and he has no fear of that. That's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but he hasn't come across the Ross coolness. I'm very good at persuading people to get involved in things. So. We shall see. I, I, I would I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast because I think it would be really interesting to get him on and just to hear what what the hell he was going thinking of um,
1: <laughs> What do you, you mean know, what having the hell a he was? Thinking? With,
0: it's you, come on. Wow,
1: I don't yeah. even understand that. I Are you sure he wasn't that? after Missy? No. No. Why would he be? Oh, just Because that was your
0: whole thing. Conning men into thinking you're uh, missing. You,
1: know you grade this down so badly. It's undisturbed. No. Conning men? Really? Wow. No. He wasn't after Missy. He was Listen after Listen to me the first podcast. Individual. That's
0: what I will say to everyone. Listen to the first <laughs> podcast. And then you will know exactly what I mean.
1: You know, this is all, I think it's all your fantasy in your yeah,
0: head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> fantasies are a lot. Worse than that, trust me. <laughs> they really? Things what that, do
1: you fantasize about?
0: Do you know what? It's change over. I, I find as you get older, mm. what you want change. Well, I think that, that, that's. um. I think when I was younger, I wanted. Uh, it was more sexual. It was more, mm. you know, you want to get sex, you wanted to lose your virginity and all of that sort of thing. So everything was very, very sexual. As you get older, I find it, it's, a, it's a weird thing to say, but that doesn't interest me anymore. You know, I, I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind having mm. a laugh about it. But physically, that side of it, I, I'm kind of dead to it. I know that's mm. really weird to say, but I am kind of no, dead to that side. No, it's
1: not. I think, okay, yeah. this is the thing. And I have this conversation with my female. So we're going to take it a little bit deep and dirty right now. Mm. Um, a lot of females. <clears throat> okay let's not be generic yeah i'm not gonna be generic not just females but sex is overrated to a great deal well oh, absolutely okay yeah but when you're young and i put this in context and when i say this to a lot of my friends i have a philosophy about women and men as they go through their sexual journey when you're young from a guy the age of 10 10 because some guys mature real quickly 10 to 16 you're on what we call a fuck fest you just want to fuck anything that moves because you know what it's new to you your body's going through changes and you're like dang what am i supposed to do with this how does this work and you want to try everything so you'll do that it's
0: the same with girls as well
1: no 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 hold on a second see wait i'm going to teach you this now so from 16 Two, maybe 21 23 you're now in your element you're learning about the power you have it's never about the woman it is about your needs and what you want to do because at this point now you're like oh my god this is great i had this girl there and you start comparing you start making notes because you're now educating yourself right when you reach about 25 to 30 you're starting to look at yes maybe i should be a little bit more selective and you start thinking okay it's not just about me maybe Um, By the time you're 30, 40, now you start looking at, I need to please the woman. And you're like, okay, so now her needs come into it. So from that journey to that age, far as you're concerned, it's about you. So the boys' holidays, all of that, the I'm checking this girl, and you may be dating one or two women at the same time, whatever, whatever. When you reach a maturity age now, you've gone through all of that. You're thinking that a woman is now can't teach you anything, so you need to teach your details or what you've learned onto a younger woman. So you've now done the full Mm -hmm. thing. Women do the complete opposite to a certain degree. By the time we reach 10, we're not even thinking about sex. We might have all of that stuff going on. But because we're built in by parents or mothers, you can't have sex. Because if you have sex and you have kids, that whole fear of God is put into you. But what happened is when you reach 15, puberty started kicking in. And you start to feel these little urges. And you're like, want to try something so you might be behind the bike shed with somebody. And you're like, oh, I don't know. You don't know. And then you start getting the stories of if you get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. So by the time you're 16, you may have experimented. It it wasn't a good experience for you because nobody tells you it's going to hurt. Nobody tells you this and nobody like, oh, this is what it's all about. You just want to experiment. By the time you're 18 now, if you haven't had a good first sexual experience, you're broken because now you have this concept that men are just there to take what they need and move on. And you feel nothing because they don't hug you. Women are very... um loving creatures we need all of that comfort we need all of that hugging we need to feel spoiled we need you to tell us how important so emotionally if we don't get that from the art of sex when most women associate then it becomes a problem so when you reach 21 22 now you're a little bit jaded now because at this point you're like well i didn't really get much from that i didn't learn anything but my girlfriends are saying this this and this so you want to try you want to experiment you are now in your sexual prime, not as Mike men is, but our sexual prime for a woman kicks in when you're about 30. Because at this point now, you know your body. You know what is good for you. You know what you need. And as much as some women in this country, oh my God, they hate the idea of learning how to please themselves. So therefore, it's like, oh my God, if I know, he should know how to please me. No, he won't. You have to teach him. So at this point now, 30, 35, now your sexuality kicks in because now you just want to fuck anything that move. You know why? Because you're now super confident as a woman. Mm-hmm. Now, women are going to disagree with me on all levels, but I want them to just take a moment and think about this. And then when you reach 40, now you are ready. You are ready now because you know your body from your 20s. You know what makes you tick. You carry yourself in such a way. You are now what we call sexually and super confident. And some people mature earlier than that. But at 40, that's when it fully kicks in. So I've always looked at the whole um, two ways of the men and women. And I mean, you're right. At some point, you get you get overstimulated that sex doesn't become anything. And then people, the art of sex is not what makes sex. I always say to everybody, your most erogenous zone is your brain. Because if you can turn that on, oh, trust me, anything is possible. Because your imagination We'll
0: do the mm. rest. Now, I, I think that's um, that's true to a degree. I, I think it's interesting what you're saying from the woman's point of view, uh, and I think I, I, I don't know. I can't really speak no, for women because <laughs> I, I don't. But can you agree that. with some of the guys? I think uh, uh, I think with the guys because like guys' sexual peak is a lot earlier,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so women's sexual peak is a lot later. Yes. And so it always puzzles me. Like when a guy reaches his sexual peak and when a woman reaches her sexual peak, even though they age different, that's the time when they're perfect for each other because they're both on this um, sexual quest. So I can, you hear about the cougars and so forth, so I can totally understand mm. why they would go for a younger guy because they want someone who's just no commitment, just wants to go in and out and that's it, yeah. you know. Uh, where at that time, I think a guy is now looking to settle down at the same age as a woman. Yes. They want to settle down. They want to have kids. They're getting a lot more. Are uh, thinking of goes and long, mm-hmm. long longevity, longevity.
1: longevity.
0: That's the word. Um, <laughs> they're looking at longevity yeah. to, you know, the relationship. And then at that time, the woman's not necessarily. That's what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's now ready to play the field. I'd to yes. to say, and uh, so it, it it kind of you kind of get that idea of men are from Mars, women are from Venus, mm-hmm. sort of thing, and why that is, why there's such a distance. Because the reality is, when we want to meet up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we're at different stages in our of lives, course. Yeah. and it, it, it. But then. Then it does work. It does work for some people. There are people who have met from an earlier age and have gone throughout life, and they're stuck with that one partner, and that's all they need. And Mm -hmm. I think, I, I think, essentially. People are not going to agree with you because they're on a different journey. Of
1: course. You I know. don't expect them uh, to. Yeah.
0: And I think uh, it's a, it's very, very interesting. I think we, as humans, complicate everything. <laughs> Always. Yeah. <laughs> we put so many rules. And mm-hmm. I think it's a lot harder now because I think now we're kind of going against the natural sexual urges of um, female and male. And we're saying, no, you can't, have all these urges that you feel. Mm. Uh, you've got to stick to the rules of the laws that we've created, which goes against everything that is natural, like you said. So you have these young kids, 17, 18, they just looking to go out and bonk anything. Mm. And then you've got women who are not at that age are are, are being taught to be very scared of anything penis-related. It <laughs> Yeah. So... <laughs> uh, So when the women, so basically those young guys need to find the older women Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to have that mutual agreement that we're just going to bonk and then that's it. And there's nothing out of it, you know, and but society is frowned that had made it to frown upon older women. Get yeah. in with a, younger, a younger, man. Uh, younger man. But then when a man does it... But when a man does it, you know, yeah, it's a conquest, which is what is the difference. Yeah, which it, is it's, uh, um, we, we as humans have just made sex so complicated.
1: I uh, think I live in a world, in my world, um, where um, I've always said, and I have a few friends like this, you know, I've always said, as a woman, you are in charge of your own sexuality and your own empowerment sexually um a lot of my friends believe that (laughs) they i know what they believe they think i'm over the over there with it all and i don't let anything off it's none of their business what i do is mine but i think my confidence shows through on certain things and conversations that i have and therefore they open up but i have a lady um as a friend you know and i'm you know i was having a conversation and she's way into her 60s and stuff like that and i've always asked her because i always say that every woman should have a little friend A little friend, meaning she needs to have a dildo. She needs to have her own personal dildo. It's a little friend, okay? And she's never had one. And her thing is, we had a conversation and it was like, you know, she goes, I've never been pleased. And I'm like, why? She goes, because they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. And I'm like, well, do you know? And then that opened a conversation and she was like, no, why? And she's from an era where it was frowned upon if a woman knew about herself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well... How did you get through this part in your life and you still don't know? So it's, a, it's an empowerment thing for your right. At the moment, many people are going different ways. They're going against the norm mm-hmm. of what is supposed to be normal okay um and in the world things change as we know and people's sexual preferences will change as we grow and then you're right as human beings we put a lot of onus or we changed rules and the rules then becomes harder to keep to and everybody frowns mm-hmm. upon it because this rule doesn't apply and why would you do that this is not normal and mm-hmm. then it goes back to the whole bible situation where they and i'm just like you know what well
0: yeah let's I, just I think,
1: stop <laughs> i think we
0: need to forget because <laughs> uh, like religion plays a lot oh, in the yes. rules of sets, and it go, uh, and that's not how sex plays. You know, no. when when you're attracted to something, you're attracted to something.
1: Yeah, you know?
0: and uh, and uh, yeah, the they, because there's still not so much now, mm. but there's still a taboo around the talking of sets. People are very very yes, uncomfortable, yes, yeah. because. There's still this pretense that you're the only person that feels this way. And you know, of
1: course, there is in this world. And yes. then,
0: thanks to the internet, you know, it's <laughs> opened up a world where people are starting to realize, oh, yeah. I'm not the only one who yeah. feels this way. There are people who feel exactly the same, or whatever I'm into, uh, or whatever fetishism that yeah. I, or role play, or creating this illusion of. Sexual enjoyment. Mm-hmm. There's someone who has exactly the same yeah. way. Loads of people who have exactly the same way. So now there's this this there's, there's this freedom of being able to talk, but which the uh, which society laws, the lawmakers mm-hmm. have still for, are behind on what's happening. So yeah. there's a there's a sexual freedom I, I would say at the moment. Mm-hmm. where this talk of um even now when we're talking I'm being very conscious about what I say and not to be very... Okay, because me I'm
1: just like Well no, no I'm
0: being I'm being respectful <laughs> that I know there's people who probably listen to this and I still want them to feel comfortable
1: no about, no I understand um,
0: that what, what we're talking about so so I'm very conscious not to be as graphic mm-hmm. as my mind is about what I'm trying to describe. Yeah, uh, and you talk about toys, which uh, a lot of people use. But there's a taboo about that here. And there is a taboo. Well, no, because it's not spoken about. Yeah. You know, people are not open about, you know, if you look at the the, the sales, that contradicts (laughs) the, uh, you know... The fact that people were like, oh, no one does it. Well, then if that's No, the I, case, okay, we'll, let's just take yeah, that back. Yeah.
1: If English people don't do it, there's a huge No, difference. no,
0: no, no, no. No, hold on. no. no, 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 I disagree with you. English people do do it. They don't talk about okay, it. Okay, this is the problem.
1: Yeah. English people are classed as prudes. They are classed Americans as... Americans as well, don't... Oh, don't, good Lord, no. You can... Oh, no, 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 no. no. You I th- can I, never say an American is classed oh, as Oh, yes, I
0: can. I can, I, And I'll tell you why, because... You, you talk about anything sex in America. You just have to look at things like YouTube, like Twitter, or not, probably not Twitter, but like YouTube, like Facebook. Look at the things they're banning, which will look at the... No, no,
1: no, forget about those. No, no, I'm talking about in a group of Americans. I'm not looking at any social media. Yeah. I'm talking about if I go out with a group of girls from um, in America... Sex is always an open subject. Yeah, but Here. Same, I would say... Exactly. not. No, no. no. Oh,
0: what well, you haven't gone Here, out.
1: it's not. Absolutely, I no. I, I disagree the, with you. I can only, no, no, no. I can only speak about the group of friends right. that I have. I can There's speak about
0: my upbringing in the England world, living and being brought up in England, and I can tell you now, yeah. sex is on the forefront of everybody. <laughs> I, and the conversations I had with both females and male are uh, as graphic really?
1: I need to be part of your group
0: yeah well oh, trust me I Absolutely. have sat down and I have guys come up talking about the most obscure fantasies uh the most ob-
1: is it because weird
0: situation that they want to have sex and all of that sort of thing is
1: it because it's not such a great subject then it's like behind closed doors you can talk about it and be open
0: there's still I think like I said I think the times are changing I think there's a there's assumption that what you want because you're okay with talking to your friends about it Uh it's keep within their group and there's this assumption that only you feel this way I think what's starting Um. to happen now is that again, because of the internet, it's opening up and people start to realise you're not the only person who have these feelings, mm-hmm. these emotions, that, that these are the, 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 the weird fantasies that you may have, talking about toys, using toy, You're starting to realise that Oh, people actually do it. You know, you the explosion of OnlyFans is a perfect example. Yes, I heard you know? about that site recently. So, OnlyFans is uh, for people who've never heard of it, and I apologise. Um, <laughs> but OnlyFans <laughs> is basically your own porn site. You become a porn star. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's not literally... Because funny enough, OnlyFans is a subscription service for yourself. So, what you want to offer, people can subscribe to it, Mm -hmm. and then they pay uh, a monthly subscription for whatever you have to offer. Mm -hmm. And OnlyFans says you can offer absolutely anything. Yes. But the majority of OnlyFans users use it for porn. So they use it to. I think I'm going to
1: open up an OnlyFans account.
0: What to do? Porn.
1: It doesn't have to be porn. You just said to me, I can do anything.
0: Oh, no, no, absolutely. You can do whatever you <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go in yeah. there
1: and have a conversation and talk about sex. Yeah,
0: but, and that's fine and people will subscribe to it <laughs> and you can get subscribers for it and it, it's a nice way of earning money. But p- people are making hundreds of thousands a day
1: Yes, I was reading doing
0: that. their own... They're becoming their own porn stars. And there's a lot of porn industries dying because deservice service But sex uh, always
1: sells. Yeah, sex this always sells. This is the sells. thing. Sex, yeah. people, why people, downplay it so much. I, sex I, I have sells.
0: nothing against it. I think this is great. What You should be in charge of your own body and do what you want with your body. And it, you're going to do this stuff anyway. So if you're going to... Might as well get paid for it, you huh? You might as well pay for it. And you if you get what? an audience that like watching you whatever it is that you offer, and they're going to pay for it, As long as you're in charge and it's your body and there's no influence from anyone else, then
1: I'm all for it. I'm with you. I use this um, terminology and a lot of my friends here, um, and in fact, some of my friends at home actually hates me for this because of the way I do this. I believe every woman and every man sells themselves. You sell yourself every minute of the day. If you're talking about sex and relationship, you sell yourself. It's just a matter of how you look at it now i have a few friends who are working girls you know they go out they make a living by selling their body for whatever reason some of them have kids they need to support others just love sex but me and them are friends and i don't judge them or anything like that and when i said to um i was having a conversation a couple of years ago with a group of girls a group of my friends and i was saying to them you know what every woman is a prostitute oh my god the way that conversation took a turn how can you say that? We don't sell ourselves for money. I'm like, stop your shit. Yes, you do. Because every time you go on a date, you have this thing that the man must pay. Now, the man is going to pay. Let's just be clear how this goes. He's going to pay because he wants to be in your company. But at some point, he's going to be like, well, you know, you and I have been talking. We've been doing this. He's going to want something back for his money. Right? Let's, there's no other way to look at I'm it. I'm
0: going to suck that right there. <laughs> I think that's a great topic. I'm going to bring it back. On our next podcast, because we have come to an end.
1: Okay, we have to follow us through the next podcast. You've got to finish it. We can't just stop. No, no, absolutely.
0: I want to. That is a subject. I think we have opened up such a a different (laughs) door, and I want to discuss it. But we need to stick to the time, and we're already over. So I'm going to end it. Thank you so much for listening. We will carry on this topic.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, Just remember. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourself.
1: Until the next time, people.
0: Take care of each other and do something to make someone smile.